0: Hello and a warm welcome to this week's episode of the EMG Gold podcast. I'm your host for today, Isabelle O'Brien, one of the content and editorial executives here at EMG Health. And it's that time again when we review the key happenings over the past month within the pharmaceutical industry. So let's dive straight in and pull out all the highlights from June. Starting first with COVID-19 and vaccine developments, a study by the University of Oxford suggests that mixing COVID-19 vaccines as part of a two-dose schedule produces a strong immune response against the virus. The study's first set of results imply that two mixed schedules, a first dose of the Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine followed by a dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine or vice versa, can provide very effective protection against the COVID-19 virus. The group of seven, commonly known, of course, as G7, have promised to make a donation of one billion COVID-19 vaccine doses to lower income countries. The announcement comes after criticism that higher income countries could be wasting vaccine doses if they do not donate their surplus. UNICEF have been pushing for this for some time and have urged G7 to donate 20 percent of their vaccines to low income countries by August before vaccines are offered out to the under 18s. And lastly on COVID-19 updates, GSK and Verbiotechnology have announced that their monoclonal antibody therapy, known as Sutraviomab, results in an 85% reduction in the risk of hospitalisation or death in high-risk adult outpatients. These results are based on interim results from the Phase 3 trial and indicate that the medication is active against all known variants. The therapy has received emergency use authorization, of course, from the FDA for the treatment of mild to moderate COVID-19 in high-risk adults as well as pediatric patients. Moving now to mergers and acquisitions, Sanofi has said it is streamlining its consumer healthcare portfolio in Europe with the divestiture of 16 brands to German pharmaceutical company Stada. This agreement comes amid the CEO Paul Hudson's refocusing efforts. The passing over of these products to Stada really will ensure that they will continue to be available to consumers across Europe. The deal includes the registrations, trademarks and related commercial rights of the products. Now, staying on the topic of business administration, Merck has appointed Markle Klobucher as their chief strategy officer. Klobuchar has been with the company for 23 years, currently standing as the Senior Vice President for Merck's Research Laboratories Finance and Global Project and Alliance Management. With their current CEO retiring and the completion of the company's approximately £9 Oroganon spin-off acquisition, Merck have an exciting outlook ahead of them. Time now for marketing updates as Sandals plans to further expand its antibiotics manufacturing in Europe. The company is expected to invest €150 million euros in new antibiotics manufacturing technology over the next three to five years. Also on the topic of marketing, healthcare communications agency Health Unlimited are to acquire Medcom's consultancy, Strategen. Health Unlimited have said that the acquisition will further strengthen its medical education services through the addition of Strategen's 25-year experience in pharmacoeconomics, key opinion leader development, as well as publications and research services. In research development news, a recent study published in Nature Medicine indicated that Roche's investigational therapy, Getronurinab, has produced promising results in a number of biomarkers in patients with an inherited form of Alzheimer's disease, known as DIAD. Among patients with DIAD, Getronurinab has led to a significant reduction in amyloid plaques, as well as other positive responses. However, the trial did not show evidence of cognitive benefit among patients with this rare hereditary form of Alzheimer's. Further research is required to understand that aspect. And lastly, on research and development, and lastly for this week's roundup as well, Merck has announced positive results for its checkpoint inhibitor, Keytruda, in patients with persistent, recurrent, or metastatic cervical cancer. The phase three trial has evaluated Keytruda in combination with platinum-based chemotherapy and with or without roche's avastin as a first line treatment for metastatic cervical cancer patients and that is it for june's roundup but please do join us again next month for july's industry highlights before that though we have lots of great content and interviews coming up on the gold podcast so be sure to tune in and don't forget to check out our sister publication gold magazine too we just released a new magazine a couple of weeks ago so do be sure to go and check that out Thank you for joining me today. Take care and bye for now.